The church's assignment for our country's main holiday of today's Hebrew Bible lesson from Deuteronomy is due to its containing a so-called declaration of basic principle. On July 4 weekend, we are asked to reconsider a divine principle pertaining to our national identity and apply it as the main reference point for our self-understanding as Christians and as Americans. As the New England pilgrims especially were aware, this basic principle defines the individuals and the community's relationship to God. One of the preeminent biblical scholars of all time, Professor Gerhard von Rod of Heidelberg University, wrote concerning this principle, quote, the Lord God expects obedience. The expression to fear God or the fear of God simply means obedience, the acceptance of the divine commandments. The deity expects a response of love and wholehearted surrender. That is as clear and straightforward a statement as could ever be made. Listen to this declaration one more time. The Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who is not partial and takes no bribe, who executes justice for the orphan and the widow, and who loves the strangers, providing them food and clothing. You also shall love the stranger, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. You shall fear the Lord your God. Him alone you shall worship. To him you shall hold fast, and by his name you shall swear. He is your praise, he is your God, who has done for you these great and awesome things that your own eyes have seen." Close quote. That sets the standard and the guide against which we measure ourselves as a nation within the wider world that belongs, all of it, to God. God's particular devotion to orphans, widows, and strangers, in ancient Israel, all those made vulnerable without the rights and protections of full citizenship. 
drives home the universality of the divine love for everyone, not just the privileged who might assume they can bribe, bribe even God for their continued advantage. The text makes clear the Lord God takes no bribes. So the wealthy, the white, the religious, the high and mighty privileged have no effective power of special pleading. God cuts no deals. God's eye is instead upon the most precarious among us who have no right to anything and whose right is therefore in God alone. It is difficult for people used to getting what they want and can pay for to really get this point. At the individual level, special pleading does not work. And at the national level, what has been called American exceptionalism, the notion that our country alone is above all the others, manifestly destined, superior to, morally better than, even more deserving than, doesn't work at best. We who are used to calling the shots, let's say, have only gotten away with it so far by dumb luck. The idea of the deity privileging and protecting the Christians, Christian exceptionalism, we might call it, is bogus as well, completely wrong. For like ancient Israel, we have been loved by the deity and chosen, yes, chosen, but not for privilege, for service in the world. To bear witness creatively and humbly and devotedly to the Lord of all, whose special concern is the most precarious among us. Kurt Vonnegut once helpfully said, he had no complaint about Jesus. His dislike was simply of Christianity, quote, as a way to win. Whatever judgment means exactly, we shall all undergo it in light of the declaration of principle, and our country shall undergo it as well. Years ago, I read a book originally named Viento Fuerte, Cyclone, written by the Guatemalan author Miguel Asturias. 
he received the 1967 Nobel Prize in Literature, by the way. The book describes the struggles of an impoverished Guatemalan community. The author placed a young, altruistic, dedicated Presbyterian pastor into this context and the young man's admirable virtue was duly illustrated. When the cyclone arrived and destroyed everything, the pastor and his well-intentioned family were wiped out with everyone else. No one was spared, no one's special pleading or special status or special virtue made them an exception. There is no way to win. All we have is the Declaration of Principle, a succinct statement of what is wanted from all of us before the face of the living God. Hold fast to God. Cleave to the needs of those with no privilege as if you were the just deity yourself. In closing, the late extraordinary theologian Rabbi Abraham Hatchell closed a speech he gave to Quaker leaders in Frankfurt am Main, Germany, in that fateful year, 1938. He said, the Almighty has not created the universe that we may have opportunities to satisfy our greed, envy, and ambition. We have not survived that we may waste our years in vulgar vanities. The martyrdom of millions demands that we consecrate ourselves to the fulfillment of God's will. When Israel approached Sinai, God lifted up the mountain and held it over their heads, saying, either you accept the Torah or be crushed beneath the mountain. Heschel closed that speech by saying, the mountain of history is over our heads again. Shall we renew the covenant with God? Close quote. 1938, Nazi Germany, 2020, the United States of America.